daylight, start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. He'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, just as strong. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. This one covering season six, episode three, titled Rock and Hard Place. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I am joined by Michael Henley. Think of me, you twisted fuck. <laughs> Samantha Russell. Uh, hi. And Brian Craig. What is up? <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. I feel like reminding were... everyone that I was just recording the episode. I'm not coming in super hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Coming in hot. Yeah, we're here to discuss Better Call Saul Season 6, Episode 3, Rock and Hard Place. But before we do, I do want to mention... That if you're listening to this, you can get some Better Call Saul merchandise. You can be put into the running to get a shirt or the book, something probably $25 or less, <laughs> and it can be yours. All you have to do is go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast. Or if you don't have iTunes, email us your review at hello at xroadscomedy.com. Let us know how you feel. And uh, on the seventh episode of this season, we will announce the first winner because we will do one in the back half as well. Uh, and I want to shout out Jonathan, who has emailed us several times over the past um, years that we've been doing this show. Uh, he's been a great supporter, always has uh, good insights. So shout out to Jonathan, who's emailed us um, with the most recent email about the show was just subject nacho uh, body no <laughs> that was it which i enjoyed all right here we are michael first impression of the app i feel like this is maybe one of my favorite episodes in breaking bad and better call Saul history i know that's saying a lot and i know recency bias is a thing i'm trying to control it but man, <laughs> this is the very most recent one yeah yeah I, I i i know i know um i'm setting myself up for three months now and i'm like that episode sucked no i really liked this a lot um great episode yeah sam i i don't know i i feel like i i didn't love this episode I mean, I, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. It's beautifully shot. I just, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I guess I'll get into where my problem is with the episode, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad episode. It's just, it didn't yeah. really do too much for me, but I mean, it's upsetting, but it's not, I don't know. Something was missing for me, I guess. Sure. Some brains. Um, <laughs> some, some yeah. Brain. yeah we'll definitely yeah. get into that uh brian do you want to expound uh i mean expand? i like prestige television it's cool <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun solid solid takes all around uh i really enjoyed the episode but i also get get your your uh opinion there sam um it was a very good episode of television but there wasn't much happening in it. I don't know if I wanted more because I also have problems with them, with the Kim and Jimmy stuff being in this. I almost would have preferred that this was a nacho-centric yeah. episode. 100%, yeah. Um, yeah. And that may be my main issue is that just give me, just focus on nacho. I would have I would have loved a little bit more of him surviving a little bit and trying to do something something else and then just resigning himself to the fact like, okay, I'm fucked. Yeah, um, you know, that's mm. it. Um, but yeah, masterfully shot, I thought. And the way that they built up to that moment, I thought was uh, pretty great as well. Um, have they done right, that so seasons? I can't remember. Have they done like, a, all right, we're just going to focus on one character the whole episode? I have. Feels I like they did, but I also can't did. think of any examples of it. No, well, I can't. I know that there I mean, have been episodes that felt like this one where the, it was mostly like 90% right. of one right. person. And then there was like a, a quick thing or two spread throughout, but I don't I think, know if there was a full. I, I think there've been more recent examples, but I keep thinking about the, uh, in season one, the very first Mike centric episode was pretty much all Mike and just one scene with Jimmy that had that where he was secondary to Mike's part of the scene. Yeah. Um, what about the, the one where Jimmy is, 
in the desert with the with the money and the hold up and all that's that stuff and him walking back with mike oh yeah that's all just the two of them i guess no, i okay. think oh no we there see kim there was and lala. to kim and lala. kim and lala oh right kim and lala together that's right yeah okay well if you're listening and you want another reason to email us uh <laughs> which is to prove us wrong uh, or at least uh, correct us uh yeah. with come in with some info that we can't seem to think of let us know an episode that is just one storyline one focusing on one uh one path or um, we could press pause on this recording watch this watch show. the entire in no? its entirety okay oh, yes. that's entirety. why this episode is late that's yes. why this episode's late <laughs> watch yeah. the entire show from the beginning yeah i thought you were going to say brian we could since this is a recording pause it look it up have the information and then present it but that's not our style yeah and for anybody that's wondering why this episode is late it was just a scheduling issue uh that was one of the things that the email that we got was like hope everything's okay we had to take yeah. a minute yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah had the process. Uh, so let's start with uh, the Kim and Jimmy stuff. Uh, so they're at home and they're planning out the scheme. They've got the the whole thing on the back of this uh, piece of art that's hanging on the wall. Uh, should I guess should Howard walk in? Yeah, <laughs> like this. what? Yeah, <laughs> really because also the if they have like cops ever came in for some like they get so in such trouble, they'll still find that. Like <laughs> yeah, what is yeah, this? yeah. Uh, pretty funny. <laughs> and there, there's some home goods art on the wall, but I don't see that. It's a Rita Hayworth poster. Uh, yeah, I want, and they're discussing. Uh, Go ahead, Michael. No, I was just gonna say I want um, that uh, the Simpsons episode with the monorail, where it's the like the stick figure drawings of like <laughs> monorail on fire and clutching yeah, bags power, of money, power, <laughs> cocaine, <laughs> bags of money. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy is going over the plan because they're looking to use Howard's car for something. Yeah, uh, and, and get everything done by the 18th. So we yeah. got a deadline now. So that we got to get the make and model of the car. We got to get the license plate, the custom Namaste license plate. We got to get all these different things. And then Kim is just like, mm, why don't we just use the car, his car? And that's a problem. That's a that's a bit direct, I think, is something Jimmy Jimmy says. Because they have to get they have to first take it, yeah, then return it without him noticing. But we don't know what the use is just yet, do we? No, nope. yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. And we went the entire episode without knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right. It's really a table setting episode for Kimmy yeah. and Jimmy. Yeah. For sure. Very much so. But I still, even though we don't know the details, I really do like the kind of the 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 the, the combo here of like Jimmy's you know, essentially saying, let's do the smart thing. And Kim's saying, let's do the more satisfying thing. And it mm -hmm. really makes me worried for Kim. She is, she's, yeah. she's a runaway train at this point. Yeah. But also it is, like he says, it is the most direct. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I would probably do that option too. The actual car. Yeah. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. because how are you going to recreate his car and the license plate and all of that? Like getting sure. access to all of these things, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. But uh, Jimmy's argument is that it makes them they're at their most vulnerable if they do this. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. more exposed for sure. Um, and he's got somebody okay. for the job. Mm -hmm. So he says, "We'll have Huel do it, and no more Huel will be invisible," which is <laughs> <laughs> is funny but true. Yeah, it's funny mm -hmm. and funny and true. Uh, and then we get the. Uh, unless there's an, do you have anything more on that home scene? No. Then we'll go to the garage, uh, and we have the dude that's uh, parking Howard's Howard's car. Um, and Howard seems Howard knew this guy, right? Yeah, he, like, it's the same valet every yeah, day. The yeah, the same. Yeah, so he knows yeah. him. Mm -hmm. Which also the number on his car was six eighteen, and then I thought it was interesting because they everything had to be done by the eighteenth. Probably June 18th, huh? June 18th, yeah. 618. I don't know. Just, uh, I wrote it down. This is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I also enjoyed the music cuts as it goes down, yeah, the, down the levels or up the levels. Mm -hmm. um, and 
he will come down the steps. I kept trying to get out of a parking garage recently. I kept going in a circle on the same level. <laughs> and there was oh, a person yeah. behind me following me, thinking that I was, <laughs> no. I knew what he was doing. Oh. I think oh, we passed that car. It's a Looney Tunes cartoon where it's just <laughs> yeah. the road is just a, an eight. Going around. You were stuck in an MC Escher garage. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Hugh bumps him, takes the keys, uh, and takes it to somebody in a van that's making copies, uh, where they're kind of cutting back and forth in a fun way with the key getting cut and Hugh being like, you got to hurry up. Kid looks quick. <laughs> Kid looks quick. I'm just, I'm just saying, better hurry yeah. up. I heard you the first time. Uh, yeah, cuts between the keys, Kid coming down the steps, and he's programming this key too. Uh, Huel puts the keys under the car so the kid finds them there and shows him the key and it is ridiculous. It's <laughs> I guess it's the technology for the time, but it yeah. is like it looks like something you'd get at a, a gas station when you ask to use the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, with a uh, bunch of numbers on it for four for online, <laughs> five for lot. Duh, that just makes sense. Of course. Uh, I mean, if you're making something, why not just put lock and unlock on it? But maybe that's but maybe you can't buy time. just one thing, a thing with two buttons. You have to buy the thing with the gotta, whole keypad yeah. on it. Yeah. Sure. Um, what you asked for and a little extra sh- should cover you and the key master. Uh, Jimmy gives him a big wad of money. Um, and then he gets a little curious. Yeah. Uh, um, why do you do this? You're <laughs> a legit your lawyer. Your wife's a legit lawyer. You make money. Why? Are you, why this, what is this scam about? This why are like you a, doing this? Yeah. And he said, uh, oh, this isn't just another scam. You'll see in a couple of months, this is going to improve people's lives. You know, we're, we're doing the Lord's work here and he's not buying this. He just yeah. doesn't, doesn't get it. Do you think Jimmy's buying it? He has to. I think Jimmy is trying very hard to tell himself that this is fun and right. Yeah, and for the old folks. Yeah. 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 And I think he's for having Kim. more and more, and for yeah. Kim, and he's having more and more doubts that he's trying not to express. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. He knows he has to believe it in order to make it work. Achieve it. Yep. Believe it to achieve it. Um, bum, make it bum, so you bum. make it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's just Kim and Jimmy at home. Uh, and so we skipped over the, the, the court. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I Copied some, oh, yeah. copied and pasted. Uh, yeah, it's Jim and Kimmy in court. Um, she runs over to Suzanne, giving her info on Suzanne's the opposing counsel, uh, and she gives her info on her own client, something from years ago that he was busted for. Uh, and she's like, "Why are you doing this? What's we never would have found this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was six years ago. We wouldn't have found this. Uh, well, it's discovery, and I discovered it, so we're gonna beat you anyway." Yeah. So I might as well do the right thing. She wants uh, to beat her on merit. Yes. That's nice of Kim. Uh, Suzanne lays out the info. Oh, she, she thinks about it for a second, and then she calls you back. Can I talk to you uh, for, for a moment? And then she takes her in the room, and she lays out the info that she has about Lalo and Jimmy. They believe Lalo to be dead and basically gets it all right, <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Mostly yeah. gets it all right, other than the Lalo being dead. I don't believe Jimmy meant to do this and you know meant to do that i think he got wrapped up and she even takes it before he was in a um he represented ignacio uh varga uh then he represented so she's just putting all the things together that are right there for everybody to see um and then she goes through all that and then the only thing kim has to say is saul yeah (laughs) yeah his name is saul Saul. now yeah and I you called him called a scumbag. <laughs> she's she's very a very bitter person. I mean, yeah, I get it. it. I, I do yeah. the same kind of thing where I, mm-hmm. I take very harsh sides. Mm-hmm. I get called a scumbag. All I the call, time. yeah, he, he does, and I have to defend him, and then I like destroy people's lives. Sure. Like, on them. Oh, we've yeah. all been Scum- there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> scumbag is my go-to Twitter insult when I'm tweeting my angry political tweets. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, speaking of political tweet, we don't have to really, but I mean, I, I I was thinking of political tweets when I saw Kim, if only you know, in this episode, if only because I feel like she is very much going down this path of like. I don't care what you have to say. My lines were drawn a while ago. So fuck you and anything you have have to say, um, mm-hmm. which does remind me, I feel like a lot of what I see on social media like these days, including political tweets. So I, yeah. don't know, I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And Suzanne's main point here uh, is that one of the DAs or one of the people in the DA's office, um, I think the person, it was the person that Jimmy slipped and said Lalo instead of Eduardo, uh, Mm -hmm. believes that he knew Lalo. uh, And if that he knew him before he, you know, was under the assumed name of Eduardo or um, uh, de Guzman, something like that. He knew exactly Uh, what was happening and did pretty much did something illegal. And she had said, like, the the deal here is that if Lalo had initiated client's lawyer confidentiality, it might have been in bad faith. And if so, then it's null. It doesn't doesn't really exist, and he can be used as a witness. He can give information, and anything that you know was that he did for them with them could be used now used against them mm-hmm. because of because even though if he's dead, his accomplices are still around. Yeah. And Kim asks, uh, "Well, no, we'll get to that in a moment." Um, yeah, if Lala duped him, then the lawyer confidentiality. Um, privilege attain in bad faith um and he can talk and she name drops nacho so it talks about the deal we had a monster in custody and we just let him walk right out of jail yeah and that's pretty much mm-hmm. pretty much the deal there yep uh then we go back to kim and jimmy at home she lets him know that lala was dead and that the DA's office put everything together and they are upset they let him go. She tells him about the discussion with Suzanne just finishing or just fishing to see if you bite. And what should I do? And she says, it depends. And a uh, pretty good line. Uh, do you want to be a friend of the cartel or do you want to be a rat? Yeah. What does Jimmy want to be? Friend uh, of the cartel. Not a rat. <laughs> not a rat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think that's the smart choice. Yeah. Because if yes. he's right, he's going to end up dead. Yeah. He's going to, yeah, it feels like he could end up dead either way, but definitely if he's a rat. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so weird watching, and this is one of the episodes, uh, this is one of the episodes uh, where it it feels weird to me watching and knowing yeah. what happens after. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that this is also a good episode that it's done in such a way where I'm still wondering. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. still tension, even though mm-hmm. like the moment where he, where Mike has his sights on Juan uh, Don Bolsa. Um, Juan, what is it? Juan, what am I saying? I say Juan Bolsa. Juan Bolsa. Don uh, Juan Bolsa. Don, Don Juan, Don Juan. Real Don Juan. <laughs> Don Juan DeMarco Bolsa. <laughs> yeah. And when uh, Nacho has his gun to Bolsa's head and you hear uh, Mike say, do it, like we know, we know that he doesn't do, he doesn't do it, but there's like, yeah, there's right. some tension there in those moments. It's just done so well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, didn't but, say yes. that while we were watching it going, well, all these guys survive. Like yeah. I know <laughs> all of these guys. All of these guys, except for that one guy, yeah. <laughs> end up in the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, all that to say within this scene, like, do you want to be a friend of the cartel? Or do you want to be a rat? And we're talking about it. We want to be a friend of the friend of the cartel because we know if he's a rat, he ends up dead. But we know that he lives on in the Breaking Bad world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Jimmy, other thoughts? Jimmy uh, does kind of a, a turn here that he's done a few times in the previous episode and a few times in the the second half of the previous season where he kind of is looking to Kim to kind of make the moral decision for him. Like a lot of like, what do you, what do you think I should do? Uh, Especially like post Lalo showing up at the house, he's terrified and he is afraid of every decision that he makes. Yeah. And he knows that she's usually the voice of reason. She isn't anymore, but she used to be the voice of reason. Yeah. It's Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. If you, Jiminy if Cricket. Oh, uh, <laughs> if you. <will. laughs> um, uh, I, yeah, I, I I just wanted to say something, which is that like I, I was kind of thinking about this a couple weeks ago on social media because I was thinking about like what what makes this show good. You know, we've we've been meeting together for you know 
six years. It's time to start talking about what makes this show good. No, because I mean, because I always think about this. And 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 like one of the things I was really kind of latching on to is how good this show is at showing people making really, really tough decisions. Mm. For one, the decisions feel very plausible. It doesn't feel like it's cheating where, you know, they're kind of maneuvering positions around. I would say 99% of the time. Um, and it really lingers on people kind of agonizing over those choices, like so much emphasis on close-ups and people like under under stress and under duress and, you know, kind of making these choices and in with a mess that really, yeah, in a mess <laughs> and with a pace that really allows for that. Uh, and I think that's so useful for a show like this, where, like you said, there are so many foregone conclusions kind of being thrown into the mix here. And the show does such a good job of, um, the show has done such a good job up to this point of making you forget about the inevitability of all this. And then I think what this season is doing is something really, really interesting where I feel like they're kind of, they're kind of putting a period at the end of that sentence where they're kind of weaponizing the fact that ultimately this is inevitable. It's kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, they've, they've, they've been doing this for so long, you know, like they've been kind of telling you this tall, this tall tale where you almost feel like, no, but they can get out of this. And I feel like this is the show now. I think we're really going to get into this with the Lalo, Lalo stuff, basically going like, yeah, but come on, you knew you knew how this was gonna go. Like you know, like in 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 a, in a, in a like in a, in a very very interesting way. I think it's I don't have the idea fully articulated in my brain right now, but I I do think it's really really interesting. Where you know not not to depart from the Jim and Kimmy stuff, um, but at the same time, like so much of like Lalo's use throughout the show has been like, but we know this character doesn't appear in Breaking Bad. What's going on? Does he die? That would be too obvious, right? He doesn't die. And uh, everything that happens in this episode is very much like, it, it's very facing your fate in a way for the viewer too. And like, you knew how this was gonna go, right? You knew there was a reason. Like, this is this is how it has to happen. Uh, and I thought that, I, I, I think that's really, really interesting what they're doing. Other, other thoughts on Kim and Jimmy? I don't think so. Mm -mm. Yeah, I just wanna see what's up with the car. What the plan is. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's not something as basic as now we're going to plant some more cocaine. <laughs> we're going to park it in a <laughs> handicapped spot. Oh, take yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and then it's going to get smashed, like in that Seinfeld episode. <laughs> well, they'll call the news. And it'll be a big bang. Or... <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, then we'll, uh, we'll move on to what took up 90% of this episode and that is the nacho storyline yeah. uh so the the cold open was that long tracking shot uh that finally ends on the blue flowers with some rain on that uh shard of broken glass um is that nacho's burial spot i or his I... death spot i believe his what spot dead death spot yeah yeah i i, I, I took it to be Definitely death spot, maybe burial spot. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't pay uh, close enough attention to the surrounding area because uh, well, it all looked. This the area that they that scene took place in, I believe, is the same area that Mike had tracked Hector to um, in mm. like a first season, second season. That's where he ended up hooking up with Gus Fring, where he was like about to kill Hector. Oh. And then I, I'm pretty sure it's that same location because it was like a little shack and the, mm -hmm. the cousins were there and they murdered somebody and like threw him in the ditch. Yep. And Mike was in so the same. Even, yeah. I was about to say, Mike was even in the same lookout spot, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. But that okay. shack wasn't there in the beginning. At least it didn't appear to be. It was but, probably okay. right behind the camera. Oh, it could have been right behind the camera. They could have been shooting it from the shack. Just from the window. They were probably using the shack as coverage because they knew the rain was coming. Mm, yeah, they don't want to get the camera wet. Right. No. That makes sense. No. I know. Okay. That's... But that was the piece of glass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 All so right. To answer so that your question. Is, uh, uh, it, it died in that area. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then we hit the title sequence. Um, he's on the road, uh, kind of looking down the road wait, with, that, with a gun, kind of like, Breaking Bad's opening scene. 
with Walter yeah. Walter White, who ultimately then it's just like the ambulance. They just like pay him yeah. no mind. <laughs> just a guy <laughs> with a gun in his underwear. Cool. Um, uh, so yeah, he's looking down, and then he sees the the tanker uh, off to the left, and and runs and jumps in there with the murder twins. Kind of peeks through the holes, jumps in the oil to remain hidden. They leave. Stays there till nightfall, gets out, coughing and vomiting, and the phone don't work. And that was that scene. Any thoughts going on there? There's a, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I guess I this is this was one of the scenes that sort of, I guess, bothered me a little, where he made this so much more complicated than it really needed to be. Where you jump into a tanker, it's like dry, running downstairs when someone's chasing you, like where you, or you know what, or running into a space where like people, yeah. you might not be able to get out. You don't know what the situation is there. He didn't know if he could hide in the oil. Like he didn't know yeah. if there was an actual right. space that would hold him. And mm-hmm. if he just ran, there's like all these trees. I'm like, if you just ran to those trees and laid down, they didn't go very far. Like mm-hmm. he looked in the tanker and that was it. But it just seemed like so much, like it looked great yeah. visually. Yeah show but logically it was annoying to me like where i'm just like what are you doing and why are you getting in here and you're counting on while your adrenaline is rushing you're going to be able to hold your breath for 10 minutes while this guy like mugs on the top of a tanker he took his time yeah i've been i've been underwater before and i can't imagine uh like the viscosity of oil being underwater is hard enough to hear anything happening above you uh, your ears being filled with uh, motor oil. Oh yeah. God! There's no way of, for him to know whether the guy pokes his head in is done poking his head in, has <laughs> gotten in with you. Yeah. So it just very risky. So risky, and then how like getting in and out is such an issue. Like I don't know. Yeah. But very. Yeah. But very dramatic. That, that- <laughs> very dramatic. That, that that was one thing I was thinking about too, where uh, it it does feel slightly contrived to lead to that great visual of you know him you know emerging you know he's covered in oil and all that kind of stuff um and he don't get me wrong he definitely looks worse for the wear you know it definitely he sells that it was not fun what he just did but all i could think was just like he'd be more fucked up than that i think you know like he he kind of shakes it off somewhat like a little bit basically like he's definitely kind of panting and wheezing and snorting and all that kind of stuff but i'm just like i feel like he would be down for longer i don't know and how would you wipe it off of your eyes at that point? Yeah. You just yeah. keep going and it's <laughs> yeah. all over your shirt. Yeah. So you can't like use your shirt to wipe it. Like there's logically, again, it just didn't really make sense how he would just get out of there and just be able to go. Yeah. Well, he did wait in the tanker until nightfall. Yeah, but how did his eyes get cleared enough for him to see? Just do this. Yeah, use a... It's more of a scrape away, not a wipe away. It's a scrape away. Scrape away. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a squeegee. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not ideal. No. No, no it's not ideal. No. But I think enough for him to to make his way around. But yeah, I mean, it was the only the only place where he could have hidden. Uh, uh yeah. If he jumped in there and was like, oh fuck, this is terrible. By the time he's climbing out, they're right there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's uh yeah. I'm on board with Sam. It's a little. Yeah. Little little weird. I, little weird. Uh, I, I weird do... choice. I do like the visual so much, though, that I'm kind of writing it a pass, I think. Um, and I think, yeah, that oh, for sure. One of, one of the things I like so much about this is like, you know, Nacho goes through hell like during that. I think, you know, again, that whole like kind of push me, pull you when it comes to like the inevitability of this, where like I think you're programmed to just be like, well, Nacho, like he's going through shit for this, basically. This looks impossible. There's going to be a way out. He's going to figure a way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the fatalism that the show episode kind of embraces early on, which is just the idea of like, nope, he's not getting out of this. I mean, like maybe temporarily, yes, he's, uh, you know, avoided the twins and the oil and all that kind of stuff. But like, there's there's no way out for, for Nacho. It is not going that way. Um, and I, I, I love that. Yeah. It was good. Done well. However, goofy it seems. Uh, right. So then we're at the, the gas station where he's cleaning himself off with the hose, um, has that moment with the attendant. I'm just bl- blowing through this so that we can chat about it. Uh, attendant offers soap and a rag, gives the guy money to use the phone, but he refuses the money. Um, and then we'll talk about the phone call separately. Yeah. And not that there's much to discuss up to that, to that point, but... It was a lot talks. of luck for him to have found the one mechanic in, uh, oh, yeah. in all yeah. of Mexico. Mexico. Because he said everybody's looking for him. The federales, the yeah. police. The, every 
good guy and bad guy is. Mm-hmm. And is he still in the Salamanca territory? Might be. I assume yeah, so. He hasn't. St- yeah, I see. Yeah. Seem like he'd get very far on the flat yeah. tire. So. And not just a uh, the only mechanic, but one that's like eh, whatever. It's fine. You know, just a very very nice guy. Have some yeah. coveralls, make a phone call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very helpful. No, no, um, take those coveralls with you. Yeah. And the, yeah, we don't reuse those here. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then he does, he, he goes to the phone, first calls his dad, check in, check in slash goodbye, right? Yeah. 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 You think, when do you think he makes the, he comes to the realization that he's he's dead? I think even before this phone call, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of why he called his dad. Yeah. And maybe just him. trying to control the circumstances of his death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 he's fashioning a goodbye call that he can't too much make sound like a goodbye call, which is just heartbreaking. Yeah. 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 Um, anything else about that phone call with dad? I it's it breaks my heart to see his dad just kind of go well you know what I got work to do I, I <laughs> yeah yeah for calling sure. me just co- talk to the police and everything oh, will be fine mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah. like he's like, just trying to like in a way just like the intervention like well I'm cutting myself off from you because I know we've had this conversation already mm-hmm. yeah like I, casual boilerplate dad stuff you know yeah his dad his dad reminding him that hey you know what needs to happen just Call the police. It, really? it, I love that that his, uh, the dad, uh, all right, here's how you solve the problem uh, the way I would have done it when I was your age uh, 40 years ago. Like the classic <laughs> the dad the response. Like, yeah. Well, you just got to put yourself out there. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, just go door to door, knocking on doors, see if anybody has a job for you. Like that's a classic dad <laughs> thing. <to> yeah. <laughs> well, you got to do what you in your heart think is right and everything will yeah. be fine. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. There's good people and there's bad people. And bad yeah. people are doing bad things. You got to call the police and the police will think, get the bad guy. Yeah, just roll up your sleeves and pound the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he cries a little bit, then steals himself, calls up Mike, and we see the other side of that conversation, yeah. which I thought was a cool move. Mm-hmm. Not groundbreaking or anything for this show, but I just thought it was a, a cool way to uh, introduce that. So we're seeing what happened before leading up to that phone call. Uh, and what's going on with that phone call? He uh, talks to Gus and uh, kind of says, uh, you need me because they all know you did this and tried, <laughs> to, and tried to kill Lalo, or they might even think that Lalo's dead, but or he might. But um, if, if you make sure my dad is safe, I will ad- say that it was someone else and it wasn't you, and that'll get you off the hook. Yeah. Yeah, and Gus agrees to that, but he's like, you're not the one... I need to hear that from. And then Mike comes in and says, uh, your dad's going to be okay because anyone that's going to go after him is going to have to come through me, uh, which I thought was just nice. Mike's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Um, and before that, though, what was that? He's a real family man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and before that, right at the outset of the phone call, uh, Nacho says, you knew. You knew, you knew, you you set me up. You you let it happen, and Mike's just like, "Not my call." Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm just doing the job. <laughs> yeah, and, it's just business. Yeah, and and then that's it, which was a touch I kind of I really liked. One because Nacho doesn't really have time to argue, but also like <laughs> yeah. he's he's kind of done arguing. You know, like he yeah. it, he almost understands. Right, right, right. He's no, yeah. He's not just like, no, listen to me. Like you, you know, like you betrayed me. It's it's more just like. All right, fine. I accept that's what you're going to say. All right, moving on. You know, kind of. Yeah, thing. It's, it, yeah I, I, it was very, very clean cut. Yeah, uh, I did also enjoy like, if I disappear, this whole thing still stinks of you, Gus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only good scenario here for you, the only way this works, is if I am dead. Yeah, but uh, so I have you- to admit that yeah. I did. I, that's the only way to, to, to do this. So it's mm-hmm. kind of neat that he has a little bit of power here. Yeah. A little yeah. leverage, uh, controlling the, again, controlling the circumstances of his, of his death. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone else impressed yeah. that he memorized, uh, Mike's phone number? Cause I can't <laughs> oh, remember I know. For sure. phone numbers yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, this is 2000. Mm-hmm. What? 
I'm going to say 2004. Yeah, four, five. I think that's still around. It's still around, yeah, I guess. Knowing some numbers. And I think if your life depends on it, maybe that's one of the ones. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you you want to remember the the numbers of people that get you out of jams. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, if you have Mike's phone number, you memorize Mike's phone number. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then the attendant at the gas station finds all the money. He like yeah. left him everything he he had, which uh, which you got to clean up a little bit. It's a little greasy, it is a little um, greasy. which I guess would yeah. might have happened otherwise. Uh, at the, Dirty money, yeah, at the gas station anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he finds all the money left for him. I thought that was really nice. Uh, and then we're at the warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're at the warehouse. Then what happens? <laughs> He's at the. He's in. We see the the little montage of the the truck backing mm-hmm. up, uh, getting unloaded, and then Mike coming in with his tools and zzz, zzz, taking off little panels and uncovering Nacho. And boy, being uh, in a coverall the... in there like seems real inconvenient. Yeah, you have only a limited amount of space for certain activities, and I feel like the coveralls just make that way worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's very limited. I'm talking about pee pee poo poo. It's (laughs) it's metal. Uh, Yeah, it's just a very Mm -hmm. very very tight spot. It wasn't like the the space under the desk that the carpenter made for George in Seinfeld, which had you know a lot of lot of room. Uh, It was really just room for him to get from one place to the other, and that's about it. Um, Yeah, and he is he gets his last meal. Did anybody see what that was? It was some bland chicken with a dinner roll. Like, oh, you can't oh, even Gus. give this man Pollos Hermanos. He's going to die tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. you can't even give him the, the curly, curly fries, fries. With the Southwest <laughs> flavor. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what? Take out chicken with plastic cutlery. Yeah. Or maybe Bummer. debut the new chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Or the new chicken oh, sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My whole prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I need to ask someone to sign an NDA if they're going to yeah. do this. But for your case, we'll make an exception. Not open to the public, but you've done us a good service. And this is just a little icing on the cake, so to speak, uh, for you to not want, not get people, tip people off to I orchestrated this whole thing. Is last but I blame Mike. I, I honestly blame Mike for this whole terrible last meal. I think that yeah, yeah. he could have done better. Yeah. yeah. Not even a pimento sandwich. Right. Even a pimento cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah. The caviar yeah. of the seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, uh, uh, what's the other guy's name? Victor. Not, ty- not uh, Tyson, but yeah, Victor. Victor comes down and says he looks too pretty. And he does. He looks great. He looks mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. He looks really good. All he's been through, yeah. Well, he moisturizes sure. all that oil. Oh yeah, it does And did Mike pick out that shirt for him? He looks very good. Yeah, <laughs> looks very good. Maybe maybe Mike spent so much on the shirt, oh. he didn't have enough for the last meal. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, classic mistake. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but if you know he's totally gonna die, that. just put him in a friggin' um, uh, the t-shirt coveralls for crazy. Just keep him in coveralls. Keep him what he had on. Yeah, yeah. A uh, tank top, anything. Give him a three pack. All right. So yeah, he, uh, he looks too pretty. Mike roughs him up. Uh, Nacho is something along the lines of "Got to make it look real, right?" Sure does. Uh, he does, and uh, got to make it. Got to make it look real. Yeah. Uh, yeah, first things. Yeah. First things first. We get a little last last drink. Uh, then we go to the trailer. I'm guessing bourbon, by the way. Yeah, bourbon, like Mike yeah. bourbon drink. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, we're at a, a trailer, he's all beat up. Uh, oh no, we're on the we're on the we're in a truck, I think, and we're on the way to this no, meeting. So you skipped a bit. Yeah, there is there they are in the trailer. They, they go to the chicken farm trailer to have a conversation about uh, what's yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it was it was Alvarez working mm-hmm. for Los Odios uh out of Peru, and he's been on the payroll for nearly a year. And the other part of the plan was get to your feet, start running at Victor, get past him, and keep running, and then he will take him down. It'll be over quick. Sounds okay, you know. And then uh, meet at the Winchester and wait for all this to blow over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems like a good enough plan. Sure. Doesn't go according to the plan, of course, but seems like mm-hmm. a. And the, the the deal here is just to give him a quicker death, so he's not tortured 
Uh, yes, because he knows that the yeah the murder the murder cousins are gonna uh, torture him because that's yeah. the style. Yeah, tortured and possibly get Nacho to say more, yeah. um, even if he were to sit there and admit to it. Taking studies the torture show him. that torture doesn't actually work. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think yeah. he yeah. would. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be over quick. And Mike the and outside. Gus go outside. Yeah. Uh, you have something more you want to say? No, I was just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have something more you want to say, Brian? Um, yeah, says, yeah, so you have something more you want to say? And he's like, I think I should be there. And no, they know you. Uh, well, I wasn't talking about right there. I think I should be in the area. I'll be far enough away. I think I should be there for insurance purposes. There are a lot of ways this can go south. And then we cut to Nacho just kind of hydrating because you don't want to get shot, dehydrated. You want to, no, you want to, really yeah, you want to be fully, you want to be, you want to be hydrated. And it makes um, you a better liar when you're trying to tell someone information that isn't yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. So that way, when they have that big light on you, we're trying to make you sweat and holding mm-hmm. that cold Coca Cola in front of you, you're not dying. You're not yes. dying for it. You don't yeah. have to fall for a good cop. <laughs> um, yeah, so not just hydrating, thinking things over, and then he kind of sees his reflection in there. That glass. Yeah. Which, uh, which uh, Gus just broke. Last mere episode. moments ago, last episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of those glasses. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. How about that? Lampshaded. Uh, Is that the right word? Is that the right term? Lampshaded? Lampshaded. I think yep. that's, yeah. I think that's when you're really drunk at a party oh, and you put yeah, a lampshade on Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's both things. Classic. It's a different glass. I'm sorry. Classic <laughs> move. Yeah. <laughs> you get four beers in me and I got a lampshade on my head. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, then we're at the, the desert where we're taking Nacho to his death. Uh, we drop off Mike some distance away with the sniper rifle and then they continue on to the meeting spot. Zip tie Nacho, and then Bolsa, Hector, and the twins are all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it struck me uh, at that at this point. By the way, it, it struck me as odd that Bolsa doesn't, you know, go with a he doesn't have a crew with him. Like Hector has the yeah. two cousins. Fring has Victor and Tyrese. Tyrese, yeah. Uh, and then Bolsa is just a, a yeah. solo traveler, he a single have any rider. People. What's up with that? In the country, yeah. out of the country, he's kind of cruising with no muscle. Yeah, that's odd to me. Did, did, did we see other cars there? Did we see their car? Because maybe they carpooled. I think they carpooled. Yeah, but we, we didn't see their there. car. But you'd think they'd be like, "Hey, uh, we're going to the nacho thing. Uh, can I hitch a ride <laughs> with you?" Or? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they'd probably keep the wheelchair in the trunk, carry, uh, help him, help Hector into the into the car. I don't know. It's a big production for uh, for all this, but Hector wanted to be there. Yeah. Hector wanted to be there mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for to, purposes that we'll see. The... Oh, and they have to sign him out uh, of, yeah. the, uh, of the nursing home. You got to end when you're signing out somebody with a wheelchair. A lot of times you have to do a training like on how to get them into the car properly. So you mm-hmm. have to be approved by the nursing home to uh, get get him into see the car. we could have done without the Jimmy and Kim stuff in this episode and had a scene where the twins were watching the how-to video yeah yeah like they're just they we're with they're with the physical therapist <laughs> he's like okay you're gonna hold the back of his pants and he's gonna stand up <laughs> i'll second that and i'm not sure how i'm how ironic i'm being because uh you know i i do feel like we could just dis- have dispensed with maybe the jimmy and kim stuff in this episode and a little bit more of this plot yeah some <laughs> some comical shenanigans yeah. with, the, uh, sure. with the twins i mean, I mean yeah. or something yeah just the red tape I just yeah, want to see more red tape. Yeah, them mm-hmm. filling out paperwork. <laughs> yeah, with a real hard ass uh, attendant. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the woman at the desk is she, never nice. She's not taking any guff. No, no. no. <laughs> I, 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 you too. They kind of look alike, but a little bit different at the same time. Come, <laughs> come back here. Come back Every here. Every time they I see gotta, you too, it's trouble. <laughs> he's got a sheet over him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or they're carrying him. <laughs> instead of wheeling him out they're just carrying him yeah um because they carry him in the the desert too and mm-hmm. then the, honestly the 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 terrain looked fine to just kind of push him over to the body but they're they kind of pick him up carry I him over just didn't want to yeah. risk it i don't want to presume you yeah. hit a rock you know yeah, like for you sure don't, don't want to get sand in the wheels yeah sand in the tires 
All right. Uh, skipping ahead there. Uh, but yeah, Hector and the twins uh, are there. And right away, I just thought this was funny. This this shot of Hector already got his finger ready to ding. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got oh, I'm ready. His dinger finger ready to ready to go. <laughs> um, they get uh, Nacho out there. He's on his knees. And this is one of the issues I kind of had with the episode is Juan Bosa's little monologue there. Uh, today, you are going to die. But there are good deaths and there are bad deaths. Tell me what you need. Tell me what we need to know, and I'll see you get a good death. <laughs> it's like, all right. They promise me if I renew my contract <laughs> that I get at least one monologue. I get a little. I get to shine just a bit. This is also why he doesn't have guys. They just don't like he does. He's not very eloquent. Yeah. They just want to hang out. So with dramatic. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think beforehand they were like? Are you gonna do the good death, bad death? <laughs> like you know, I got to, I got to. Yeah. I love that speech. It's just Sitting that around. no one really likes it. It's not no. great. Like it's yeah. not as good as you think it is. Sitting around playing Halo Two, <laughs> and just looking at their phones. Oh, it's awesome. Guys, when we get to the border, I'm gonna act like I have a passport issue, and they have to send me back. <laughs> uh, poor Bolsa. Anywho, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, who put you up to this? He really gave him just like two chances. It was yeah. who put you up to this? One last chance. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole three, sir. I'm gonna yeah, count down to five. Was... Five, four, three, two, one. Who put you up to this? Yeah, maybe this was Bolsa's first time, and oh, he maybe. had to like prove himself. Uh, and then he's like, he's just going through, kind of like trying to like, how do I make this a little bit more of a thing? Trying to be a good cop, but also stern at the same time. Comes up with that speech, and then just forgot how many chances he was supposed to give. Yeah. Hmm. I want to sound tough but fair. He forgot he was supposed <laughs> <Yep>. to bring <laughs> <people>. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it screws us up from the start when he's talking about this after the fact after Nacho killed himself. Like, ah, uh, you know, I don't know what went wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> man, I wish I could do it all over again. Who's he report to? Eladio. Yeah. 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 Don Eladio, he's the Don. Don. Eladio. Yeah, so Don, I don't see Don, Don Eladio Juan. being too Maybe understanding. He probably he's going to be pretty pissed about this, so I hope we get to see his reaction. Yes. Um, well, they'd probably be okay with it. Anywho, we'll get to it at, at some point in this episode. Um, so yeah, he's on his knees. You can tell you're going to die speech. Um, who put you up to this one last chance? Who? And he's clenching his palms his fists so tight that there's blood coming down. Uh, Nacho is. Uh, well, he's got glass. He's got a piece of glass. He's got the glass. Of, and, oh, yeah, also the glass oh. is there. <laughs> I mean, sure. Which is, I can see how that would also contribute to it. Sure. So sure. there's just a shard of glass in his hands. Right, um, right. But it's but really... But yeah. <laughs> mostly he just hasn't cut his nails. Um, <laughs> glass makes sense. Um, yeah, who put you up to this clenching? Uh, tells tells the he tells the story kind of a little bit of what he's supposed to say. Doesn't hit everything. He didn't tell it verbatim. Kind of put his own little spin on things, which is okay. Every actor gets to do that. Um, Makes it realistic. Yeah, like it's coming from him. He made him his words. Yeah, uh, and tells mm-hmm. the story, and then ding 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 ding. Hector been waiting. That that yeah. dinger finger's been waiting, and then he kind of points at points at Gus. Yeah, yeah. then it's a pointer finger. Yeah, and it was if you watched uh, Bolsa, he was almost annoyed yeah. at that at that, yeah. at that moment. He was just like, "All right, did anybody else have <laughs> anything to do with this? We know about Los Odios. We know about this person. Like, was there was anybody else involved? Him, <laughs> the Chicken Man? Uh, what a joke! Uh, they've been paying me for years. Uh, I would have done it for free. And this was this was really great." Yeah, this was this his little just fuck you speech, his oh, Queen of Thorns, Game of Thrones. Of yeah, yeah. His, um, well, his I saw Jane die, kind of. I, yeah, I his tell Cersei, yeah. I want her to know it was me. Uh, was it was just so good. I would have done it for free. I hate every one of you sons of bitches. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I he's dead. He's a soulless pig. <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Uh, and then, of course, Hector, I put you in that chair. Yeah. I switched I switched your heart pills for sugar pills. You were dead and buried, and I had to watch this son of a bitch bring you back. And then something along the lines of you think of me every time, you know, you're something just, yeah, just think yeah, of You're in your nursing home going back yellow. 
Yeah. Right, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you twisted fuck. Uh, and then he stabs Bolsa with the, uh, with the shard of glass that was in his hands the whole time, making his palms bleed and, uh, grabs the, grabs the gun, Mike, cut the mic, do it. Uh, and then shoots himself. Yeah. Really well yeah. done. Cause I was not expecting that to, yeah. was, expecting that to happen. Were any of you? No, not, not in that way. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I did think he was going to go out the way Mike kind of presented. He was going to go out basically, but I mean, mm. I like, not, I mean, I don't like this death more because it's a, it's such an unfair kind of mean death for Nacho, but I like the meanness, if that makes sense. I liked it because he had the power. Yeah. That was the one moment yeah. he had mm-hmm. the power yeah, for yeah, days. Absolutely. And now he yes. finally, at least he had some sort of control over the exactly. situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Not yeah. great control, but some control. Right. Yeah. Got to pick his, pick his moment. Because that, that, that's one of the things I liked most about this episode and what really kind of carried it for me, um, you know, carried it over to kind of being some of, because I, I really like narratives about people who are facing their death and how they choose to go out, you know, especially when they have just enough time to, you know, kind of uh, eliminate their options, I guess, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the more time we spent with Nacho, the more it's, it, it's you know, it became being came clear before the phone call with his dad that this was a man who was who knew he was going to die and he was just trying yeah. to figure out the best the best route to kind of make it happen and i mm-hmm. I, I i'm i i i love stories that do that um and yeah walt did that too at the very end of breaking bad but that was different you know uh this is more like nacho i think was a good person you know like nacho was a good person i think stuck in a in, in a really tight spot that got tighter and tighter and tighter um and it's, your heart goes out to him in a way that you know somebody like walt and you know and, and how he chose to save just jesse and everything it was it was a sliver of redemption just like a little drop on the tongue basically for the end for walt basically and this is this was something else yeah really like this it. also reminded me a little bit of like hank's death too where yeah. like he was kind yeah. you know like in the desert with a gun to his head and he just went fuck you like mm-hmm. out on my own terms yeah yeah I also think too that um, with the exception of Hector and Juan Bolsa, I have to feel like everyone who watched this happen has to be, has to have been like, you know, we've, we've executed a lot of people, but those were some of the best, like, you know, final words I think I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was wonderful. Yeah. yeah Normally they're just like, please don't. And then I do, you know, but the, yeah, whole speech this is great. Yeah. yeah. Show us that scene with the twins discussing that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we had a shot, and this I thought was really cool, and I could be wrong, but I think it was one shot when they follow Gus from that moment to the to his car. Uh, but they do it in such a way where the twins and Hector and the body are all in frame the entire yeah. time. Like, and they do it, and it has to be like done in such a way where you're going around the car. Um, and then it's a little blurry, but you can still kind of make everything out. Uh, and they're in the far back. You see the twins carry, pick up uh, Hector after he's dinging over to the body so we can shoot it <laughs> a few yeah. more times. Not even just a, like a few more. There's there's a lot of bullets in this clip because it even continues bullets. into the credits. And you're still yeah. hearing bullets <laughs> as it's like directed by Vince Gilligan coming, coming up on the screen. Um, yeah, I thought that was really well done. Um, and then... Yeah, the, the shard of glass, um, Mike packs up, shooting to the credits. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Any final words on Nacho? I guess my, also my problem with this part of the storyline is that Saul mentions Ignacio in Breaking Bad, and then this happened like four years prior. So if you haven't seen someone in four years, why are you terrified of them? Like, I, I just, that's what's confusing mm. to me. Like they, they chose specifically chose this name for this character, but then I don't, I feel like they just kind of went, well, we'll just do with her. Do you see what I mean? Like, why did, how are we getting to that scene in Breaking Bad from here? So that scene in Breaking Bad, he mentions Lalo and Nacho. Yep. And Jimmy, uh, I don't want to presume, but Jimmy's going to run into Lalo again, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. he's terrified of either oh, of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so as long as the threat of Lalo is there, I think the threat of Lalo, I mean, the threat of Na- Nacho is still there as well. Yeah. I, I mean, think it's all- not scared of Nacho, though. Yeah. 
now right but well i think there's a, still a shoe to drop which is all about it's all about how mike when he does run into jimmy how he frames what happened because mike is the only one who knows really what happened he can tell okay. jimmy whatever he wants i i, I think yeah. there there might be some wiggle room there okay uh, i do want to bring up an email that we got this is from the email that jonathan sent uh jonathan a once again thanks for your support uh, says, I'd be curious to know how many of your hosts thought Nacho was going to die. Uh, I was sh- I was sure until the last scene that the plan was to somehow elaborately fake his death using some mic trickery and was totally thrown when it ended how it did. This is what I mean. This is exactly what I mean, actually, whereas like I, I, I you know, I, I, I think that I was certain that Nacho was someone who thought he was going to die. I was not 100% certain if the show was actually going to kill him because I was kind of, I, I, I did feel kind of trained. Just be like, well, there's going to be a switcheroo. There's going to be something. And I liked the fact that this episode is about a steady march towards, no, the inevitable end. This is, this is, this is where it goes. So the answer is not until he actually killed himself. Uh, and I, I love the way that this show keeps kind of, kind of giving and taking when it comes to like what you a viewer who maybe saw breaking bad and knows where the holes are in you know that that still need to be kind of merged together for the, like like i i i think it's really interesting what they're doing where you know they're using your knowledge and they're using the way you think it's going to go and sometimes they deliver on that and sometimes they don't mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like it was a little bit like because i kept going well like kind of thinking he wasn't going to die, but also like part of me is going, well, yeah, he is. Cause again, we knew all these other people survived. So how is he going to get out of it? But it was a little bit of a Ned Stark moment. We're like, well, they're not going to, he's not going to die. He's not going to, Oh, he's dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, now we're just going to go on like this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we have uh, the rest of this season, Nacholess. Nacholess. Mm-hmm. It would have been interesting to see, at the in the gene timeline if we have something where like nacho is on a bus he pulls up to a beat you know toward the beach he's walking down and sees mike working on a, a boat <laughs> and then they just kind of <laughs> see them walking toward each other a shawshank style yeah that'd be that nacho be my friend got into a pipe you know and covered himself in oil and dragged himself five foot yeah, came on the other side yeah. <laughs> nacho ignatius he was my friend um yeah uh all right let's hit the winners and oh you know what let me ad- let's address one other quick thing from a, a message we got uh someone had said uh, email or message i don't know we get contacted a lot of different ways uh and said that they felt that we were not quite right in our assessment of jimmy's house in the post in the better uh, Breaking Bad world, anything you want to say about that? Did uh, they elaborate? Uh, well, they felt that it. <laughs> yeah, hey, you were wrong. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, they were. They were nice about just never thought of it we that were, way. <laughs> <laughs> Counterpoint. <laughs> that we were not. We were forgetting that how bad of a person Jimmy or Saul really became. Uh, and, I, and that the the world that he the house that he had made it made more sense than we were giving credit. I still stand by my comment that I think it it wasn't what he would do because of things that are happening in this episode with the ADA. They're on to him, and if he doesn't have absolutely clean books, like somebody spending money improperly is the main reason anybody gets caught for anything. So Mm -hmm. like, I just don't feel like he would have enough money on the books to be able to have such a ridiculously lavish house. I think he would know that that would draw attention in a different way that he would want. Yeah. Even if he's laundering huge sums of money for himself, I think that he want to stay a little bit more under the, the radar. Let's get all the shit out of state sales. (laughs) I buy that. Public storage wars. I I buy that these would be things that Jimmy would want, but I just doubt that these would be things that Jimmy would have from a practical side. You know, I, I feel like this would be. You know, this would be like 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 everybody in Albuquerque would know this house. You know, like the the the, the, this gaudy monstrosity. It just it (laughs) it felt like a little much. You know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Then close the books on that and open up the book of the winners and the losers. Uh, we'll start with the losers, Michael. Mm. 
caught him mid-drink. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, it was bourbon. <laughs> it was bourbon. Um, I feel like, you know, the obvious answer would be Nacho for a loser, but I'm not going to go there. Um, I think Nacho actually turned out to be a, a winner, not to spoil what I'm going to say in a second. But for loser, I would actually kind of say Hector because you know like that was that was a weaponized uh you know uh piece of information that nacho yeah. chose the exact right time to deploy and not only that he did it in front of everyone so it's humiliation yeah. as well i mean that's 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 a bad day for hector regardless of the fact that you know nacho finally got you know what what they wanted him to get um so no i'm i'm going hector yep yep sam I'm going nacho solely based on that last meal because that was just, yeah, that was just not right. What a loser. Yeah, but what a shirt. (laughs) What a shirt. Uh, Brian. Um, I didn't think a lot about this answer. So I'm not even sure I believe it. Um, So my, and I'm going to kind of tip my hand here. I think my winner and my loser is going to be the same person. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down nacho's dad. Mm. um nacho is dead and i don't think he's ever gonna know yeah he didn't know that that was the final conversation he had with the son yeah and he's just going to never hear from him again and wonder what happened uh which is heartbreaking yeah Uh, but also on the flip side i don't want to get into the winners before you say yours but nacho's dad like his son laid down for him for the only reason that he laid down for him for Gus Fring was to protect his father. Yeah. And yeah, his dad, according to Mike will be safe. Uh, and his dad doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about uh, the, the father, but as of, on the loser side, yeah, that is, that is pretty rough. Um, uh, as far as my loser, uh, I'm going to go with Hector Hector as well uh, for reasons uh, previously stated. Uh, he doesn't get to punish Nacho for the reason they were there in the first place, then gets that like earth-shattering news f- yeah. for, for himself, uh, like Michael said, in front of people, which is humiliating, and then he doesn't even get revenge for that. So he, all he's left to do is just shoot a dead body like 19 times. Uh, so... Yeah, he's my my loser loser there because we also see everything else that happens to him as the the years per- progress or year and a half or whatever is how much time within that timeline. Um, and winner, Brian, we got we got yours, Michael. Winner, I would say I think that well, I would say kind of Lalo is the winner, honestly, because I mean he's not even dead. Um, and, 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 and I think I am actually still a little bit fuzzy on actually who knows that and who doesn't, honestly, at this point. Um, so at the very least, it's going to cause some consternation, you know, in regards to, well, what was all this worth in the sense that, you know, Lalo is still not dead. Um, so I'd say Lalo. Yeah, Sam. I'm going to say uh, the ballet because he probably had a really great time. Really, really <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I would also like, because when I he found it, I was like, oh, and I would be like, oh, thank God. It's right next to the car. Someone could have stolen the car. Like, what a great feeling that must be. Relief, yeah. What a, what a relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I bet he feels great. I mean, he isn't actually a winner, I guess, but, you know, yeah. that feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> along those lines, I'll give my side winner first before my final, since I'm last now. Uh, and that is Huel, uh, still got it. Yeah. Or yeah. then had it. It. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, uh, he's he's good. He's good at what good at what he does. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, but my winner, overall winner, is Nacho's alter ego, Michael Mando. Uh, yes. Or Mando. I thought that he was one of the the not he created one of the best characters in the Breaking Bad universe. Um, and it's a shame that we don't see him in Breaking Bad because we might have gotten to see more of him in that in that role. Uh, but what we did get, I thought that he played very, very, very well. Uh, this episode specifically, the last couple episodes within this this season, I thought he's done a, a really good job because he's, he's gotten very little dialogue <laughs> within yeah. the first three. So a lot of it is him just acting, yeah. emoting uh, through things. And I thought he did it all really, really well. And that final 
uh, monologue from him, I think, will go down as one of the best moments in the Breaking Bad universe. I am. He should use it on his reel. Yeah, when he's looking for more work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other side winners, losers? All right. Then uh, we're back in a few days uh, because it is now Sunday. May 1st and tomorrow is when the new episode again. Sorry for getting it out Apologies. late for yeah, for people that uh count on us, you know, keep refreshing their their apps. Uh but we're back on track. Honestly, it was because of wrestling if you can believe that. <laughs> because yeah. of AEW wrestling. Watch that on TNT. TNT TBS. on Fridays and TBS on Wednesday nights. All right. Uh, unofficial sponsors. Maybe we can get them we to get done sponsors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's our plug. What do we got? Uh, yeah, go to xroadscomedy.com for information on shows, classes, and more. All right. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Michael. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Sip that shit.